Play along with us in a game of Universal Studios' Wizarding World of Harry Potter Trivia. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida. Whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast. And you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to the show. How are you doing this fine fine evening. I'm awesome. I'm super excited about this show. So a couple weeks ago we did for Halloween we did like kind of a trilogy of Halloween. We kind of did a trilogy but then we also had like one more, so it was kind of a quartet. A, qua- a quadrilogy? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what you, what you call a four? A, a quadrant. A quadrant of shows. We did like a haunted, we did a show about the Haunted Mansion, Haunted Mansion trivia. Yes. We did a show about haunted Florida places. Yeah. Then we did a haunted road trip. Haunted road trip. That was kind of haunted Florida places one. Oh. And then we did haunted houses. Haunted like, houses. Like fun, yeah. like attraction haunted houses. Right. And then we did... A corn maze, which we was did kind do of the, the corn bonus. maze. That was like the the extra, like the we talked about a place we went. Yeah, but it was still kind do. of it was still kind of you know autumn themed. Yeah, it so. was. It definitely was. And we got some really cool feedback about the haunted mansion trivia one we did. Yeah, several actually people told us that they liked it a lot. Yeah, so we thought we would maybe try to make that a fairly regular uh, kind of work uh, a trivia show into the rotation every now and then because we've been kind of working out little different. I guess ideas every now and then we try to do our Florida uh, face offs. Yes. We do the trivia, which we started doing like a fun facts about episodes. And then we thought, well, trivia is more fun because then people can sure. play along. What else? What are our other kind of recurring things we've been doing? I think that's it right yeah, now. Okay. So that's <laughs> it. And then like places we visit and top tens. We like to do of top course. tens. Yeah, stuff top like tens. that. So because we got some really good feedback about the Haunted Mansion trivia episode, people like that, we're going to do a. Harry Potter episode, Harry Potter trivia, but because this is a Florida podcast, we're going to focus it on the wizarding world of Harry Potter at both Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure, so it'll, it'll encompass both parks, Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade. I know you were super excited about doing this. I'm so excited. I'm still so excited because some of these are hard. Like some of these I didn't know. And some of them I think you do know. But so I I threw a couple in there that I think you do know just so that you would feel good about yourself. Okay. Get me started (laughs) off. I think I did that to you in the Haunted Mansion one. I threw you some softballs. Yeah, exactly. Then Then there's a bunch of hardballs. Then threw the curveball in there. So, um, so do you want to get started? You just yeah, want to get going? Let's do it. All right, cool. Okay, I'm super excited because we're doing this because, well, you haven't even mentioned it because the new movie oh, comes I'm out sorry. this week. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Let's all tie it in. Yeah. So, um, Fantastic Beasts and uh, the Crimes of Grindelwald opens on. It actually opens on Thursday. So, I think it's interesting how like these, these. Um, you know, movies tend to open on Fridays, but then every once in a while, the big ones open actually on Thursday. Right. And it used to be that they would open on Thursday at midnight, right? Like, oh, it's technically still Friday, you know? It's just midnight, so people are really excited. But this one's actually opening at like 5 o'clock on Thursday. Oh. So, yeah, I th- it's interesting. I wonder so, why that is. An extra day of 
I don't know. I mean, I mean it, hey, it's more money for them. I, mean, I, I guess you know what it might be. That is that one extra day, so they can come and say it had the biggest opening weekend in November oh, history. Oh yeah, or whatever. that's true. And like that one extra day gives them that extra. But there's only like one or two showings on Thursday, which is odd to me. Like, if that's the reason, why didn't they pack it in? You know, I don't know. Who knows? But either way, I'm super excited about the movie. I, you know, we've talked about the first Fantastic Beasts quite a bit, and how. The first time we saw it, we were kind of like, yeah, that was good. It was all right. It, it was, was a movie. Not, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it's the wizarding, it's still the wizarding world. So how bad could it be? Right. Because I'm yeah. a huge, I'm a huge nerd. But, um, but it was just not Harry Potter. You know, it was not the Harry Potter films. You missed kind of your beloved characters that you got very attached to, you know. And it looks like they're starting to introduce those guys into the next one. So it looks like right. this new one is... Working into it's, it's like a it's prequel. Bringing it all in, it's yeah. Becoming a prequel series. Dumbledore's so. in this one, yep. And obviously, Grindelwald makes a second appearance, and uh, so anyway, I'm super. excited. And it was this Wizarding World of Harry Potter Universal that kind of was the thing that got me into Harry Potter itself too, because I kind of resisted this for the longest time. Yeah, right? and then I did. you felt like you were missing out the first time you right. went. Like everyone knew, everyone was like so happy to right. be there, and you were like, uh, "What is all this big?" stuff about you right know? we went because you were pestering me to like read the books or, or yeah. whatever and for like a long time and then we went to the universal um hogsmeade w- within the first six months of it being open right and so everything had that fresh coat of paint it was still very fresh most people were there were there for the first time yeah except that it didn't have a fresh coat of paint because it felt like old it felt old it was supposed it to felt feel old. old like old Harry Potter world like it was awesome it was done so, it's done so well and I was in there and I'm like everybody seems so happy and excited and I could tell like even though I'd never even like read any of the books or maybe I've seen a couple of movies but I didn't really right you know how it is you see the movie without reading any of it and you see a couple of movies you're not you don't know everything that's going on and we went there and I felt like okay this is actually really well done I can tell this is like really well done I can tell this is really immersive yeah everybody here is super excited and I remember somebody some girl like pointed into a window and said, "Hey, look, it's a howler or something like that." And and, yeah. and I was like, "Oh!" And I kind of tried to pretend I knew what that was. Like, <laughs> "Oh, you're right. That is a howler." And then and then I told you at that moment, I'm like, "Everyone's so happy here. Okay, fine. You've been pestering me for years, for years to read these books." So I did. I listened to them on tape uh, in my car because I had right. like a long commute. You had a long commute, and I yeah. actually really, really liked them a lot. Like, I really kind of got into it, and so. Yeah. Um, now, whenever we go to these Harry Potter worlds at Universal, I feel like, yeah, I'm part of the thing. I get all the inside you jokes now, yeah, right? Absolutely. And all the inside little secrets. Well, and a lot of people watch the movies. They didn't read the books, and, and that's okay. You know, the books, the movies were great. They were, um, it's kind of like uh, something great compared to something miraculous, right? Like, yep. the books were amazingly miraculous, and the, the movies were great. So, it was still great. It just wasn't nearly as good as the books, yep. you know? So, um, anyway, I digress. But before we get into the trivia, so let's talk about, we are finally going to do a um, some bonus content for our Patreon as well. Yes. It's Harry Potter related because we're kind of on this. In, in the, in the uh, couple weeks ago, we we're did... We're on a roll. Yeah, well, we compared Universal um, Islands Adventure to Universal Studios right. in, a, in a Florida face-off, and we said we were comparing the two Harry Potter lands, and we said, well, this could be a whole episode on its own. Yeah. And we thought, well, that is kind of a whole episode on its own, but it's still only kind of like one land and one land. So we're going to record and post a Florida face-off just comparing the two Harry Potter lands to our Patreon. So anyone who is a Patreon supporter, you you guys can listen listen to that. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right. So let me hit me up. Okay. Harry Potter Wizarding World 
Right. At Universal Trivia. I am ready. Stuff you don't know. So, okay. Okay. So, for the people who work in the Wizarding World, okay? cast members cast, or whatever you the, call the them. The universal cast members. Yes, the they universal. call them, I don't know what they call them. They yeah, probably I don't, don't call either. them cast members. Um, so when you apply for a job with Universal Studios to work in the Wizarding World specifically, okay, you there is one requirement for everyone applying and there's one kind of bonus. Like if you have this, it's a big bonus for you. You're most likely going to get the job. But if you, but there's also a requirement. So do you know what those two things are? There's one requirement hmm. that you have to have. And then one thing that's a big bonus that'll okay. probably give you a big boost into in getting the job. So first of all, I had no idea that people specifically apply to work there in that in those areas. Oh, yeah. I thought you just apply at Universal and they stick you where they stick you. Maybe you are a ride operator. Maybe you're right. like a cleaning person. Maybe right. you're a maintenance person. Okay. So they you, you do specifically have to apply for the Wizarding World. I think I know what this is. Okay. I'm totally... Okay. You're guessing. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. The thing you have to do, yes. have to have done, is read the books. Is that right? Or at least seen the movies? So okay. you know what is going... So you at least are familiar with the world. Like, you're not going to be walking around and someone's going to ask you a question about that pumpkin juice and what... You know what I mean? The, which they sell there and you have no idea what they're talking about. You're pretty close. You at least kind of know the world a little bit. You're pretty close. I don't know why I went with pumpkin juice. For some reason, I always think <laughs> of pumpkin juice and that... Yeah, well, pumpkin juice is right. part of the world. Right, right. So, um, I like the bottles. So on that note, this is the requirement. It is required that you take a test. Okay. You have to take a test. You have to have read the books and and watched the movies. And but you have you have to do have, have done Does, both. The test proves because, that you did this. But and you have to take a test, okay. right? So um, it's not like oh I've seen the movies, so I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. It's like you like you have to be able to answer the biggest Harry Potter nerds question on the face of the earth, you know, you have to have that kind of preparation. So they want you to have read the books, they want you to have watched the movies, and and then you have to take a test to show that you have done both. Okay. So that's a requirement. And if you get those, if you pass pass the test, you can, you get... You could get the job. Could get the gig. Yeah, it does not have a sort of, you know, a sure thing. Because if you just are a complete schmuck in every other respect, they're not just going to put you in there. Okay. So what about the bonus thing, though? I think I know this, actually. Okay. I bet... This is a bonus. It's a bonus. So, like, if you if you have this, bonus then... like you get paid more. No, 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 no. Okay. No, I just mean like it's you're you are. Um, it's kind of like a perk of like if you you know those like when you're an applicant for a job. If this applicant has this other thing, they have a, a leg up over somebody else. Okay. Okay. I bet it's if you could speak in a realistic, believable British accent. You're very close. Okay. It's you have to be from the UK. Oh, okay. If you're actually from the UK, you, like, in in fact, when they were first hiring, they hired, like, a large number of team members. Um, They made a point to directly recruit from Britain so that they could have that kind of, like, authentic experience there. So, but, so if you're, if you are a Brit or you're from the UK, you have a British accent, it goes a long way with you know, you getting the job. Well, Obviously, was, you have to take the test and everything too. But I always got the impression they did bring a lot of Brits in to work those those areas. Yeah. But then I thought maybe if you were just some kid who grew up in Kissimmee and you were over there and you could 
you know, speaking yeah. an accent. Oh yeah, and okay. I mean, I've I've had interactions with people there that did not have a British accent. Right. So it's not like a requirement that you have to have a British accent to work in the Wizarding World. But but I think it's from what I understand, it's like a, a big leg a, up, a definite perk. All yeah. right, that's interesting. So it's right. kind of like what Epcot does. They bring in people from Norway and they bring in yeah, people exactly. from Morocco to work in those countries. Exactly. Same kind of deal. All right. Okay, so. Moving right along. How many points do I get for that? Uh, there's no points. No points. Okay. <laughs> where the where the rules are made up and the points <laughs> the don't points matter. don't mean anything. <laughs> okay, Drew. <laughs> All right. So um, this is no longer there. So this is a this is a question about something that's not there anymore. Okay. Um, previously, though, while you were waiting in line for the Dragon Challenge, so the Dragon Challenge is going away, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, they're doing well. It is gone. It's yeah, demolished. It's, yeah. It's um, they're doing construction for the new roller coaster. So previously, while you were waiting in line for that roller coaster, you would get a glimpse of a character from the movies if you knew where to look. Okay. In the line for Dragon Challenge. So a line, this used to be Dragon, uh, Dueling Dragons. It was a castle mm-hmm. back in the day. And so the theming wasn't a crazy stretch. They just sort of tweaked a few things. Right, right. I remember seeing like that golden egg there. And I think yeah. that I saw the the Triwizard Cup there. Yep. So it's got to be somebody from one of from that book, that movie, from uh, Goblet of Fire. So I'm going to say... And I'll give you this hint... As well, because I can tell that you're going off on the wrong tangent. No, it's not Cedric. Um, <laughs> that was my guess. The, no, the that it's not a traditional character. Oh boy. Um, and it's before you get inside the ca- the castle. Uh, Hedwig the owl. No. Okay, I figure they can stick an animatronic owl in there. And, and... It's the Ford Anglia. Oh, that but the 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 I remember that. I've okay. Seen, I didn't think that was a character though. That's just like a. Car. Well, he does have a care. I mean, he has a he has a personality to him. I mean, he saves he saves Ron and Harry's life. Um, he like kicks them out of the car. Like he ends up having a personality. When you said character, that threw me down. The I wrong just path. I know, but I said non traditional. Uh, non traditional. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so the, the blue car. I remember seeing the yeah. blue car out there. Yep. Blue car was up in the up in the like woods. Right. Like kind of kind of like hanging out. Looks yeah. Kind of bashed up. Yep. Um. Okay. So as you know. In the Wizarding World, there are special location locations where you can perform magic spells. Right. With a wand, if you have a, a, one of the magic wands. The ones you have to buy. Yes, you have to buy a special wand to the have fifty dollar plastic wand. Well, and it's it works. I actually found out it works with like an infrared light, which is how like this it's watching like the infrared light is watching the way it like reflects from the tip of the wand. Yeah, because there's like a so little it knows, bulb or a little right. dome on the tip of every wand. So it right? knows if you're actually kind of using the correct spell. Like we probably have one of those wands within ten feet of me right now. I'm sure we, do. we, we have a three few. of them right yeah. over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so um, one way to find the locations of the spells of where you can can perform these spells and see them see the magic windows kind of occur is um, is by looking for these special symbols. I remember the, the thing on the, on the floor. Yeah, yep, exactly. And on the thing on the ground, it's like a it almost looks like a um, like a, a shield or something. I remember, I, I, for some reason, I think I remember. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't it's remember. A, it's a circle with like kind of a, some flourishes around it, and and it shows you kind of the the um, the hand movement that you should be doing um, for the spell. So there, the, the, that's one way that you can find out where you should go to perform these spells. However, in Nocturne Alley, there is another way 
that you can find out where the spells are. And um, if you remember too, when you get your um, when you got your wand, yeah, you actually got a map as well. Do you remember the map that was inside the wand? I case? do. Yeah, I do. It shows so, you where all the locations are. To exactly. Use this, this, right. But it doesn't show you where the locations are in Nocturne Alley. Did you Those know that? Those secret. That well. Kind of. So, do you know how you find out the locations of the of the places in Nocturne Alley? Since you, it's not on the map. Now, I remember the Nocturne Alley spells. I remember there was one where you, um, weren't you like making a canary explode or something like that? Yeah, that and one's there, one of my favorite. And there's one where you're like a little guy climbs a chimney and catches fire to something, I think, right? Climbing I don't know. A chimney. I remember a guy climbing something. My oh, guess oh, is oh, you oh, watch oh, yeah. where all the other people are with the wands and you follow them. Because I have <laughs> no idea. That's one way to do it. I have no idea. That's the cheater's <laughs> that way. Is, that is the cheater's way. Another way, though, is if you take your map into Nocturne Alley, you will, most of Nocturne Alley is lit by black light. Okay. And the locations for the spells are illuminated via the no black way. light. No way. On the map? On the map. That's really cool. That's yep. a cool touch. Yeah. Huh, that's a really cool... Now I want to go in there right now with the map we have and check that out. That's a really cool touch that they did that. Yeah. That's, so, a, that's, that's actually very like Disney-ish, actually. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like a, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like the 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 little things that, that yeah. make the difference. That's yeah. really cool. So there, it's like invisible ink. Pretty much, of. yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, exactly. I had no idea. All right. Huh, I never seen anybody in there doing that, like holding up their map. Very few people even know about that, I guess. Well, I, I think that people just... You know, like you said, they kind of just follow the crowd. You right. know, oh, there's a line here to do some spell. Let's do it. You know, and you can look at the the shield on the ground to see like what what the hand movement is. You know, of course, but but I think that I think that like you said, people just kind of follow the crowd. That's pretty, and they don't really yeah, realize they don't take the time to look at the map. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's so, really cool. I know. I thought that that was really neat. I didn't realize that at first. Like at first, I was researching that part and kind of looking and trying to figure out like because at first I, I I thought that there was something like it was some other kind of thing hidden with black light because it said like there was black light um information on the map and I was like wait what you know yeah 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 and then for as I researched further I found that it's just the nocturne alley spells that are there oh, okay so Anyway, I thought it was really neat. That's a good one. I didn't know that. All right. So the sign for the leaky cauldron. Yep. Okay. Do you remember what it looks like? Um, it's a cauldron. That's leaking? With like that little boy from Belgium. You know what I'm talking about? The little the little fountain boy. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> the peas? Yeah. I'm going with leaky cauldron. He's standing on the cauldron. No. I remember this place. I don't remember what the sign. This is in Diagon Alley. Not in is this Diagon Alley or in Hogsmeade at, at, at Isles of Adventure? Um, it is in the Leaky Cauldron. Hold on, it's in it's in uh, Universal Studios. Okay, in Diagon Alley. Right, it's got. The, I don't remember what the sign looks like. I remember the. I think I remember the place. This is the restaurant when you first walk in. Correct. On the left side. Correct. Always smells like fish every it, single time. Like fish and chips. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, it's the first thing you greet. It's what it's, it's like, you know, how memory yeah. is connected to smell. So I'll tell you, cause that's, that's not, there, I'm going on the wrong path. That's not the, that's not the question. So, um, the leaky, the sign for the leaky cauldron, it's basically a silhouette of a, tr- of a witch, like a traditional looking witch with a witch yeah. hat stirring something in a cauldron in a big black cauldron. And the, the cauldron actually has a big crack on its side. Okay. However, the sign at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter actually has an extra special feature to it. Do you know what that is? I don't. The crack from the cauldron actually leaks. Oh, like real water? Real water. 
You know what? I think I remember standing around in an area like that, like eating an ice cream and getting dripped on from something and being like, what the heck is dripping it on It doesn't me? drip on you, though. It actually drips into a, like a reservoir that like feeds it back and then comes back again. So you can see that it's constantly dripping, but it's not like dripping on people. No way. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was interesting. I never, I mean, it's just little touches like that. Right. It's like, I didn't even notice. You, you have know? to be hanging out there for hours looking at every little thing and you notice that. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The leaky cauldron sign actually leaks. Exactly. It's cool stuff. Now man. I want to know what was dripping on me that time. Or maybe it's a false memory. Maybe. I, I don't just know. have some memory maybe it was just of sitting had there been raining. being I don't dripped know. on. Yeah, that's probably true. Because <laughs> it never rains in Florida in the summertime or at Universal Studios. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right. So I'm going to skip around here a little bit. Um, so I've got a true or false okay, for you. Okay. Easy. Yeah, easy. You got a 50-50 shot. So true or false, there are three different variations of butterbeer at the Universal Studio Parks. This is true. There's the frozen one. Mm-hmm. There's the uh, normal one. The normal, it's kind of frosty-ish. It's kind of regular liquid, but it's not frozen. Yep. And there's the ice cream. Okay. Is that it? False. There's more? Yes. Is there an alcoholic version There too? are six different variations oh my gosh. of butterbeer. So you, obviously, you know about the classic, you know, butterbeer yeah. that's just, um, you know, it's just a, a drink, regular yep. drink. There's also the frozen one. I like the frozen one. It's I my like, favorite. I prefer the frozen one as well. Um, and then there is a hot butterbeer that is served during the winter season. Oh, I think I heard of this. Yeah. There's also butterbeer potted cream, which is an indulgent dessert, kind of like creme brulee. Okay. Which sounds right up my alley, and I didn't know about it. Um, these are these are all seasonal, right? I don't know. It didn't say that. Like, it said that the hot butterbeer is typically served during the winter season, but I feel like I remember seeing the hot butterbeer, too. That sounds... Yeah, it rings a bell, yeah. Um, so, there's that. There's also butterbeer fudge. Oh, that sounds good. And there's, of course, the butterbeer ice cream. There you go. That's Today six. I learned. Yeah. I like the frozen one. The frozen one's good. Yeah, I agree. I I'm, I'm I remember big... that I had the biggest line ever the first time we got there. Everybody was in line for butterbeer. It was like, we got to go in line and get butterbeer. I had this huge line. Yeah, and and it's good. It the butterbeer is really good. The frozen butterbeer is also really good. It has like some kind of marshmallow fluff um, head on top, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, that... Like, that's what I eat. <laughs> like, I'm like all over the marshmallow la- layer. And then once you get down to the butterbeer part, I'm like, eh, it's pretty good, but I'm good. But it's just better on a hot day. The, the cold. butterbeer ice cream is like out of this world. It's like unbelievable. That's just all that there should be is just butterbeer ice cream everywhere. I actually have to say, I don't love the butterbeer ice cream I've had before. It's all right. It's not really like my thing. I like the spicy chocolate one that they oh, have. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it's like that Mayan... Right, they have a chocolate ice cream in the ice cream place there that's chocolate. It's chili chocolate. It's like chocolate ice cream that's spicy while you're eating it, so yeah. it's like cold and spicy. I like it a lot. It's yeah, good. Yeah, that's more up your alley. The butterbeer, I just loved it. I could, I, I just could always eat that for sure. And I mean, it's the, it's neat because it's kind of like, it's the only place you can get it. It really there, is. A lot know? of those flavors are weird flavors that you can only get they there. They are. Yeah. And if you go, what is it? Um, Florian Fortescue. Florian That's what Fortescue's, it's called. I knew you knew. Um, Florian Fortescue's um, ice cream shop. And they have all kinds of different flavors in there that are unusual. Uh, so that's fun, you know? We haven't tried them all. I remember there was like an Earl Grey tea yeah, flavored ice cream. That doesn't sound good to me. But I was curious about it. I want to try a little taste of it. All right. So, moving right along, here's going to be a softball for you. Softball, okay. On the streets of London, okay. just outside of the Wizarding World's Diagon Alley yep. entrance, 
Um, I can picture it. You can see the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix. 12 Grimald Place. Okay. I I was hoping you were going to ask me the address because I was going to say <laughs> I don't remember. No, 12 Grimald Place. Um, I thought so that's where you were going. A character from the movies and the sto- in the in the books makes an appearance and peeks through the curtains of 12 Grimald Place every few minutes. Do you know who this is? That's Creature. That is correct. That is an easy one. <laughs> I told you it was a softball. Yep. All right. So... Another one of those things, when you go there, everybody is standing in front of it, looking up there, going, wow, look, oh, look, creatures peeking yeah, out the window, exactly. and then he peeks back, and it's then... It's just those extra stuff, yeah. extra things, man. I and know, I, I love it. And then I remember walking, we were there once, and some guy was standing there looking at it, and he looked at me, he's like, what's going on? Like, why is everybody yeah, so... why is everybody standing <laughs> yeah, here? Like, well, because this is stuff from the books and the movie, and that's a <laughs> yeah, neat little detail. You wouldn't get it. Yeah. But move on, sir. <laughs> right. You muggle. <laughs> You're not a nerd like the rest of us. <laughs> All right, so the next one, like I, so okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna serve it up for you. Okay, there are two rides in which Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson did not do the voice acting for. Okay, and if you don't know, Daniel Radcliffe was Harry Potter and Emma Watson was Hermione. Universal Studios had to get other actors to imitate their voices on these two rides. Much to your chagrin. Do you know which rides they are? And. You obviously know one of them. One of them is the Hogwarts Express. That is correct. Because they didn't even they didn't even try to get the voice right well, for Hermione. Uh, yeah. So Harry, I didn't realize Harry was a different actor. So they did really well yeah, with Yeah, they them. at least got someone in the same ballpark. Yeah. Hermione, they just found Hermione, whoever. it was like they grabbed somebody off the side of the like, road and were like, here, we need a girl voice. Yeah, and they with a British her, accent, you're close enough. She actually sounds more like Moaning Myrtle. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, the voice of Hermione on the, on the train. So there's actually another ride in which Daniel Radcliffe and Hermione's voices are not... Emma and Daniel. They're not the same people. Are they in it though? Like did they shoot their did they shoot them for video? They are in it, yes. Okay. Um I don't I don't know how the the <laughs> how I'm the production s- process works. Emma but Watson too? Yes. Is she in I don't remember her being in um Escape no, she in uh the one at the Hogwarts one. Um Well you mean for Forbidden Journey? Journey? I don't remember her being in that. Um, I don't think she is in that. So it's not oh, that no, no, one. no, she is because she at the very beginning she tells you to like um she's the one that has you go through the flu powder system. Right. Okay. Um, I'm guessing it's this one then. They shot her video but it's it's their image but not their voice. So you think it's forbidden journey? Yeah, because I'm remembering the scene where you see Daniel Radcliffe, Harry, he's on the broom and he's like telling you, "Follow me, follow me," and yes. they're playing Quidditch and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's kind of a lot going on there. Yeah. There's an action scene. And I can kind of see how they might not do the voice there. Mm-hmm. And you probably wouldn't notice because there's so much other stuff going on that you're kind of distracted. You might not even pay attention. Yeah. And the flu powder part where Emma Watson, Hermione, is standing up there and she throws the powder yep. on you. Mm-hmm. Again, it's kind of far away. Yeah, and it's it kind is. of blurry. And there's mm-hmm. again, there's kind of a lot going on there. And yeah. And a little overwhelmed. And you may not notice, and so it might have been... There's another part where I think she, when when you're in, like, the spider area, where she's like, follow the sound of my voice, or something like that. Is that... That's um, probably it, because you don't see her then. You just hear the voice. So they could have just gotten any old... So you think it's a Voice actor. They, that's my final answer. Incorrect. Blocking... No. <laughs> okay. You led me down the wrong answer. You're like, remember the spider part where you just hear her voice? Follow the sound of my voice. That's right. You see her there, too, because she do. shows up yeah. in a little window. Yes. 
Oh. It is not the Forbidden Journey. It is Escape from Green Gods. Okay, they're not in which, that. Which, if you think about it, they are in it. I mean, are in it. It's I. Is it because now they're bigger stars and are too expensive? If, I was going to say, if you think about it, the two, those two, those two rides were released around the same time. Yeah. So that it makes sense that they didn't do it for either one. Like Forbidden Journey was the first go round. You know, it was four years earlier, and they were still kind of. At the top of their game from their Harry Potter world, right. you know. Um, and I actually have a quote from Daniel Radcliffe uh, about why he didn't do the follow-up voices. He said, a while ago they asked me to do more stuff for the theme park. And this was in 2014 that he said this. And that was my moment to try and draw a line because the theme park's are going to keep expanding and they're going to keep going to more countries and there's going to become a point where Aha. I'm going to be 30 years old and if I was still doing them then that would be a huge problem. Right. So I kind of get it but at the same time it's like this is where you made your bread and butter and I have a feeling that because I mean his, yeah, career, his career is not skyrocketing he's doing all right I think but right. it's not skyrocketing for him so I have a feeling he's probably going to come back and do more oh, like man. once it, once it expands more when he's hanging out he's at, like, at a comic con uh, booth somewhere signing yeah. autographs yeah. oh poor, because, poor I mean, Daniel Radcliffe uh, exactly well that's the thing like okay Daniel Radcliffe no offense I'm a big fan but you're not such a big star that you can't come record a couple of lines or I mean it's a it's a voiceover you could record it in California or wherever you are and send it over digitally you know I mean they are they used his likeness you know I mean they used him well they in might the have video. all that stuff already though that's what I'm saying is that he didn't have to do much and he's for way it. older now so you can't go ahead and get like a 40 year old Daniel Radcliffe and eventually to put in a well, new well that's the thing but I mean they sure got um uh who's uh I can't think of his name right now. Um, who plays Voldemort? Um, uh, Rafe Fiends. Right, Rafe Fine. Ralph Fine. Right, Rafe Fiennes. I don't know. How, um, and and, the, and they also got uh, Bellatrix. Yeah, uh, I can't remember her name right now either. I'm I'm blanking. But um, but I mean, those are those two are really big actors, right. and, and they, they came and they did came it. Came back, yeah. <laughs> you know, right. So anyway, um, maybe there's some contract stuff there. I see it though. Yeah, you don't want to have that leash tied to you forever. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Rupert Grint, though, what's he doing? He's I, last I heard, he ran a he bought an ice cream truck with a lot of his Harry Potter money, and he's just like driving around giving out ice cream. Yeah, I heard that as well. He that he's got the best deal, the best. He he came out the best because you think? Well, it depends. If you got if he wants to do more movies, then no, then he got he got hosed because he's not doing anything. <laughs> right. But if he just wanted to hang out and earn millions and millions and millions of dollars from the one of the biggest movie franchises ever. Yeah. And now just wants to hang out and, and drive his, his ice cream truck around. <laughs> right. Then good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> That's funny. He's like the third string quarterback of the, of the Harry Potter world. Just hangs out, makes money to drive around the ice cream truck, whereas the third string quarterback hangs out and just holds the clipboard and gets paid. All right. So moving right along. Okay. So I got another true or false for you. Okay. Okay. True or false? Because we just did something about the Hogwarts Express. I'll stay on that same vein. There are two Hogwarts Express trains at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. True. No, it's false. Because the they, yeah, no, it goes back and forth. There's only one. There's only one line. It goes forward and then it goes backwards the other way. So what's your final answer? It's it's. Wait a minute. No, it is true. There is two trains. There is two trains because there's like a little crossing path, right? Isn't there like a little um, switch track in the middle of it? I think there is. Do you want me to tell you the answer? It's there's there's two trains. There's two trains. So true. Okay, the answer is true. But they only go in one direction. That is true. Right. They don't turn around. So 
there is there is two trains, but there is only one track. Right, that's what I mean. Um, so, and that the way that it works is the track actually splits off in the middle, so the two trains can pass each other, obviously without running into each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't turn around. So on one way, the train is going backwards. That's what I mean. Train, yeah. You know, yeah. the other way, the train is going forward. So I thought that was interesting. It's going forwards when you go from Diagon Alley to Hogwarts, then it reverses and goes the other way. Right. right? Yeah. Yep, exactly. All right. So, okay. That's a pretty cool engineering. I think I remember one time going on like Google Earth and looking at it from above to seeing what that looks like. And you can kind of see the the way that they did the tracks. Yeah, 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 that's right. I think we did do that. All right, so this is kind of, a, I think, another softball for okay. you. So there's an extra special effect in the bathrooms at Hogsmeade that you may not notice unless you're paying attention. Okay. Do you know what it is? Is it? Is it? It's the bathrooms. I've been in the bathrooms, and I remember something. It's... It's in it's in both the girls and the boys' bathrooms. Is it Moaning Myrtle's voice? It is. Okay, I thought so. Yeah, Moaning Myrtle, it can be heard wailing through the walls I'm in both the girls and the boys' bathrooms. I'm surprised it's in the boys' bathroom. It would make well, more sense. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's, 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 t- it's typically the girls' bathroom that she tends to haunt. Right. Um, but obviously, it's not fair for just the girls to have that experience. So, And she could go through the pipes to any bathroom I she guess. wants. So, yep. anyway. All right, so... This one is interesting. This is one that I've never noticed before, but that I'm definitely going to look for the next time we're there. Okay. Okay. I love these. So the ride to and from Diagon Alley on the Hogwarts Express is a little different each way, right? Right. And the scenery is different on the two trips. So if you just, you know, for your own reference, if you haven't ridden it both ways, make sure you do because it's a different ride going back than it going back. And if you've never ridden it, it's like a train ride between both parks. But the, you don't just look out a window and see Universal no, Studios. The, no. the screen, the window is like a high def uh, t- screen. Correct. And you're looking out and you're seeing like the the English countryside. And you're seeing Hogwarts and you're seeing a lot of right, scenes from the Weasley from the, Brothers. And, and it's really well done. It is I mean, very it's, well done. It's and really actually, well done. interesting point that I found was the way that they do it so that you don't have to wear 3D glasses, but it still seems very real. Is they actually use like curved TV screens? Okay. Yeah. To make it seem more realistic. Interesting. Okay. Anywho, so. Um, there is a little Easter egg as you are going from, um, I believe it's from Diagon Alley. On, oh, no, it's on your way to Diagon, Diagon Alley as you pass Malfoy Manor. You remember when you pass Malfoy yeah, Manor? Yeah, Ever notice what it is? There's an Easter egg right around that area, just as you're passing Malfoy Manor. Uh, is there? Okay, I think... I seem to recall being thunder and lightning and raining. There is thunder and lightning, and it is raining. It that's is, good. Is that yes. good? I that's have good not memory, the, see? That's not the answer, but that's good. Is it a Dementor? Because you, you see it when a flash of lightning comes. It's not a Dementor. That wouldn't be an Easter egg. That would just be some random thing to put in there. Is it the lightning? Okay, is it the lightning? Like, you know the scene in, like, the second to last movie and, and in the last book where Voldemort gets the Elder Wand and he holds it in the air and you see the big lightning bolt come up? Yeah. Is it that? Is it that bolt of lightning? No. Okay. Well, you, you're kind of kind of close. Is it the dark mark? No. As you're passing, just before you get to Malfoy Manor, there's like a little graveyard area. And as the lightning flashes... Voldemort is standing there. Okay. And That's you and Easter you wouldn't egg. even but it's like He's just it's a like quick it's blink. like a split blink. Yeah, you wouldn't even notice it if you didn't like it just looks like cuz he's wearing his black long robes, you know, right. and he's got his white scary And you probably have to head. be looking at the screen at that moment. At that moment, at that, at that, at that exact spot. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's really creepy because it looks just like 
Voldemort in the graveyard when um, he comes back to life and all the Death Eaters are there and Harry's there and Cedric dies, you know, that part. Yeah, yeah. And Goblet of Fire. It was, it's cool. So I, I saw a video of it and I was like, oh my gosh, I never noticed that before. I never noticed that he was there because it's so split second. Yeah, I never noticed either. Um, okay. okay. So this is, this is where it's right up your alley. These okay. are the ones that you love. So easy for me, you mean, or like, I don't know. I think you're going to know a couple of these, okay. but I don't think you're going to know all of them. I just like to deduce my because way into the I answer. didn't know all of them. So. What was in the place of Diagon Alley before it became Diagon Alley? Oh, Jaws. Correct. We just talked about that on we our did. Rides With It Are Gone. So Diagon Alley actually pay, pays homage to... I know where this is going. ...the Jaws ride in a couple of different ways. Yep. And they're kind of subtle. Uh-huh. So do you know all, all the different ways that they pay I know two of homage? them. I know at least two of them, I think. Okay. In one of the windows... I love that Universal does this, by the way. They yeah. put little Easter eggs paying yep. homage to old rides. Um, I think in one of the storefronts, I don't know which one, but I know in one of the storefronts, there's a shark jaw, like a like a great white shark jaw is hanging out in the front. And Mall Pepper's Apothecary. Okay. There are is a uh, large set of shark teeth. And I've seen it in there, and mm-hmm. it looks natural. Like, it doesn't look like yeah, it's, I mean, oh, it looks, that's I mean, cheesy it's the, from Jaws. All the but, windows are full of, like crap right you know? <laughs> so you see the so shark like job. one more thing right yeah exactly i remember that i remember that and then this is the one now that one i had to read about that one i had to be like yeah and we oh, went and looked for it and went to look for it. now the one that i found for myself i was like wait a minute that's got to be an easter egg in the front in london there's a record store yes and there's an album that i'm sure it's a fake album like they just made up a fake name for a fake band and it was called I don't remember the name of the band but or the singer, but the name of the album was Here's to Swimming with Bow-Legged Women, I think. The name of the 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 um, group, the singing group, uh, was called The Quint Trio. The Quint Trio. Yes, 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 yes. And, and it was, the song call, was called, the single, Here's to Swimming with Bow-Legged Women. Yep, I remember seeing it in the record store, and I'm like, that's a Jaws reference right there. That is correct. Yep, okay. But that's, there's another one. There's three. There are three. The third one, I have no idea, unless I'm going to, you're going to tell me and I'm going to be like, oh, of course. I don't know if you know this, and I don't know that I knew it either. So when you go down Nocturne Alley, okay, okay, do you remember there is like a little window where there's like these shrunken heads that sing? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do, actually. One of the songs that the shrunken heads sing is Show Me the Way to Go Home. That's awesome. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's so great. Oh, I got like chills when you told me that. That's awesome. That's so great. Yeah, I thought that was really cool too. Because I, I didn't know that. that one. I didn't know that one either. But I knew that. I remember you finding yeah. the the album, and uh, you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this has to be an Easter yeah, egg." Yeah, the Quint Trio. Of and course. then I remember us both going and and finding the Jaws because we thought we read about it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know about that one, so I thought that was really cool. That's really neat. Okay, cool. All right, so the next one. Um, uh, oh, hold on. I'm skipping around here. Oh, this is, I think this is an easy one. Also a softball that you, okay. you actually know. There's um, an actual London style phone booth in the King's Cross section of the park. Yep, so in I've London. seen it. Um, and there's a fun interactive Easter egg inside. Do you know what that is? Oh, uh, okay. I think, Um, I kind of do. I This rings a bell. Mm-hmm. This, I think we, I read about this somewhere. You go in. And if you pick up the phone, phone, nothing happens, right? Right. 
Unless you dial a number. I think you got to dial whatever letters, that make, whatever numbers make the word magic. Is that, that is right? right? Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. I don't and, know how I knew that. And it get, you, you get connected to the Ministry of Mag- Magic if you do Ministry that. Ministry of Magnets? Magnets. <laughs> so, um, so I thought that was fun. Uh, all right. So next, and this is funny because we were just, the kids just put on... Um, Half Blood Prince for uh, for like just for for the fun of yeah, it tonight. Like USA has had some marathon. as they were watching, and and I said to you, you should be paying attention to this part because this is one one of my quiz questions. Okay. Oh <laughs> so, man, I hope I was. I, I don't think you were. All right. So in line for the Hogwarts Express in London, there is a billboard from the movie Half Blood Prince. Yes, Friends. I know. I remember this. Yeah. Okay. So you remember the billboard, right? I do. I don't know if I remember exactly what it says, though. Okay. Well, there is a... That's unfortunate because (laughs) there is actually a slight difference between the two billboards of what it says in the movies versus what it says at... Hogwarts station at um or the at in London okay. at, at Universal Studios. I remember the billboard. It looks like it's for some perfume or It is. It's for a perfume. And it's got some like model on it. It does. And it looks like a r- real ad, right? Yeah, for it some, totally does. It's something like let's make a little magic tonight or something like that. Yes, that's right. Is that my right? Yeah, okay. that is. That's pretty sure close. And I remember the movie seeing that billboard of the movie in the subway and mm-hmm. then seeing it in the subway diagon alley at Universal. I mean, oh, that's a really cool touch. They have yeah. the same billboard in here. It's not the same. It's not the same billboard. It's very close Come though. on, you're killing me. <laughs> not you, whoever who well, decided to make a different billboard. There's a reason. Hold okay. on. There, here's the reason why. So in the movie. The, what it says is, tonight, make a little magic with your man. Okay. But in Diagon Alley, I mean, in um, in London, where the billboard is at Universal Studios, it simply says, make a little magic. And the the thing that I was reading is the reason is because it's a little less suggestive. Okay. Um, it's a little more family friendly. Sure. And... Um, Anyway, but I thought it was interesting, and well, I didn't. I, don't I didn't remember, really notice that it was different. I don't remember the "with your man" part from the movie, anyway. So yeah, I just it, remember the "make a little mat," which is why I said that. Yeah, that's right. You were you were very close. But the billboards, the, the image is exactly the same, right? It's the same yeah, like brand exactly and the same. same girl. Yeah, otherwise, and same. it's exactly the same. Yep. All right, so moving right along. I love attention to detail like that. I love when they just look at. Some like it's not even like a major point of the movie at all. It's just a billboard in the subway, but yet they took it and put it in the ride. That's yeah. so cool. I love stuff like that. Yeah, I know. I do too. I love all of this stuff. Um, okay, so this next one I think is also one that you know. So inside Borgen and Burks in Nocturne Alley. Oh yeah. There are several pieces that play a role in Harry and Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Okay. Um, including the cursed nest, ter- cursed necklace that Malfoy gives to Katie Bell, and the vanishing cabinet. Okay. Do you remember these those two items in, from the movie? I do. Okay. So if you listen closely, though, when you're standing next to the vanishing cabinet, you may hear another Easter egg. Any idea what it is? I. Do so. Borgen and Burks is the store from the movies and books. It's like it's like the dark, yes, evil the, stuff store, right? right? And for right. better life, a better it's term, a creepy store for a keep creepy bloke. And that's the, from a line from the movie. And Borgen and Burks at Universal Studios is a gift shop that sells dark, creepy yes, stuff. I, I have a mug from there. Yeah, so do I. I have, with a, co- I have, I have a coffee mug from from there <laughs> that has the dark mark on it. I think mm-hmm. I got a T-shirt from there too. Um. It's a really cool store because you go it in there and very, just, there's creepy, cool there's like creepy stuff in there. Um, 
I remember the vanishing cabinet has the bird noise when you go up there, right? You Correct. can hear birds in there. Birds, the birds whistling. That's it. And what was the second part I'm looking for? The necklace. I don't remember seeing the necklace in there. Oh, yeah. The necklace is in there. Um, there's also, and I, I have to verify this, but there's also a trunk in there that I believe rattles around, which would be the boggart that was in, in the trunk. Oh, okay. From um, whichever one is the one with the Dementors uh, with Lupin as the defense against the dark arts yeah i remember that i don't remember the i couldn't tell you which one that was yeah i think that's maybe five i can't remember anyway i think i remember going in there and hearing the birds tweeting out of that little vanishing cabinet Mm -hmm. and then asking the person behind the counter i'm like does that ever get old and she's like "Eh." (laughs) Like, she didn't really want to answer because yeah she's she's trying to work her job yeah you get to hear these (laughs) birds tweeting at you the whole day all right so this is my last one Okay. All right. We're done. So, yeah. So you've made it through. And this is one that I don't think that you're going to know because I sure didn't know it. All right. So in the line for the fib- the Forbidden Journey, which is like, if you've never been in, in on this ride, the line is like just as magical as the ride yeah, itself. Yeah, it's the best queue I've ever unbelievable. been Unbelievable. Yeah. It's absolutely unbelievable. It has everything from the fat lady. It has the mirror of Erised in there. It has Hermione and Ron and... And Harry in one part where they're like, they actually look like they're there. Anybody who's not a Harry Potter person is hearing you talk and say, what? Well, anyone who's not a Harry Potter fan stopped listening like 40 minutes ago. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Only the diehards have stuck it out this far. Exactly. Anyway, but so the creative team actually included a few less obvious touches for fans to enjoy as well. So as you're waiting through the line, there is a door marked potions class. Yep. Okay. You can hear a teacher in there talking to a student and kind of chastising the student. Gotta be Snape. Any idea who the student is? Oh, that's the question? Um... <laughs> and the teacher is not Snape, actually. It's a it's a female's voice. So, which, I mean, it's kind of alluded that there are other teachers that see, teach, sure. teach different classes that, that you know... You and, just, you, and they're, you gotta, yeah, like, I, for I example, gotta figure out who they're yelling at slughorn for example talks about um how like he never had regulus or no he had regulus as a student but he never had serious but everyone has to take potions right so um it that kind of implies that you know different students have different teachers throughout so apparently there was a female potions teacher according to this because it's a female teacher but and, and she's gotta... chastising a student for and i'll tell you i'll tell you i'll leave out the name and i'll tell you what she says to the student okay. that might be a hint for you um, at one point, she says, uh, someone get get him a can before he, oh, never mind. Get him and a then, can? Uh, like a can, like he's going to throw up. Okay. And then I'm also giving you a hint by saying he. Um, and then they go, she goes, your other left to the, you know, like to the kid. Like like she, she's telling them to, them to use their left hand to do something. And then she tells the kid, your other left. Is it Ron? No. Because when you said the can, I'm thinking of he's throwing up slugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a stomper. Can you, can you think of another kid that um, frequently gets, like, chastised because he's doing things wrong? Neville? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, so um, the teacher says, somebody get Longbottom a can before he... Oh, never mind. And then she says something about, like, using use your left hand to, you know, swish and blah, blah, blah. And and then she goes, Longbottom, your other left, Longbottom, your other left, or something Why like that. While you're saying that, 
I feel like I've heard this before. Like, I feel like I've been in there and heard that in there. But Or maybe uh, I'm just... You, you probably have. Because, I mean, when I was watching the video that had, you know, it was a video basically of a door. And then you heard the audio. It was very clear. And we've been through there a bunch of times. We, yeah, it was very clear. So it wasn't like, um, you know, subtle in any stretch, by any stretch of the imagination. So... Anywho, so that's the end of my trivia for today. You did very well. Are you impressed? I am very impressed. I think you did really well. I, I, um, some of these I didn't think you were going to know. Some of them you didn't know, but some of them I didn't know either. But I, I think that it's all just so cool. And if you haven't been to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, you and you have seen the movies or you've read the books, you need to go. It's, it's just great. Unbelievable. Like it really is like the land the area the attractions whatever you want to call it that like brought universal up to like disney level like that was where they just they weren't second fiddle anymore like they were right there i mean this was like a must do place yeah. and then that's why they're doing star wars over at disney like they're kind of exactly. trying to one up each other yeah. so they did harry potter star wars is coming to disney and so what's universal doing they're building a whole new park with a whole bunch of nintendo stuff so we'll see if nintendo is hopefully there'll be harry potter stuff too though oh i know there's gonna be a third one well i don't know i hear there is gonna be i can't right now though i think like if there was gonna be a third harry potter attraction there would have been one by now i don't know you think maybe Hmm. but it's the kind of thing that if they do it Maybe not. I mean, gosh, Star Wars, those movies have been out for... No, you know what? I take back everything I just said. There will definitely be another one because they've got a whole new um, movie franchise coming out now that we just started talking yeah, about. True. So, yeah, there and the Star Wars movies came out in the 70s and then the 80s and they keep on making them. So there's right. that's going to be forever really timeless and so they'll they'll make other harry potter attraction i'm sure of it i've heard rumors of different things so i sure hope so because i'm there man if i know they do. they'll it's put so it good there'll probably be one in the third park it'll give people a, a reason to go over there too they did such a great job with it they i really mean did. they really did um i saw an interview and i think i've mentioned this before but i saw an interview with the guy who plays draco malfoy and they said you know is it like do you feel like you're on the movie set when you're here? And he said, no, this is way more realistic than the movie set because the movie set's only half of the right. half of the set, you know? They'll, they'll make the front of it look the, like the set then it's plywood behind it exactly. and the lights are only on the certain things you need right. to see. Right, yeah. but he's like, here, you really feel like you're there. Yeah, so. it's a really cool place. Oh, it's amazing. Anywho, thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct uh, way to support the show is by visiting our website and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will give you bonus content like the episode we talked about earlier we're going to record and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show there's also an amazon link on our webpage, and if you click through that just make your normal purchases and amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you you can also follow us on twitter our handle is at florida podcast or search sunshine state of mind on facebook or youtube and be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com we'll see you guys next time talk to you next week 